0: Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy Simpson here, and I'm looking forward to a great time on the podcast today. Thank you for joining. Very important subject today a very important subject, assurance, assurance. And I want to look in the book of 2 Timothy chapter number 4, 2 Timothy chapter number 4, the Apostle Paul is about to die, I believe, one of the greatest, most godly Christians that's ever lived. And you know, sadly, this. when I say that assurance is vital, there's a lot of subjects I've dealt with over on these podcasts and I don't know if there's a subject more important and more vital to the child of God than what I am dealing with today, and that is the subject of assurance, because there's a lot of people that don't have the confidence that they need. Uh, I often ask, are you 100% certain that you are saved, 100% sure that you're going to go to heaven when you die? Because I'm telling you, heaven is too sweet, hell's too hot, and eternity's too long for me to be 90% or 95% or even 99.9%. I want to know so salvation. And Paul had assurance. Paul had assurance. And here he is, he's talking to Timothy, and he knows that he's fixing to die. He knows he's fixing to leave. And he knows that his life is about to be over, but he had assurance. One of my favorite songs. Is blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Paul had confidence. He had assurance. He had faith. He had trust. He was sure of some things. Son, I mean he had a promise. He had he had an, an, an oath that had been given to him by the Holy Spirit. He had confidence do I don't want to ask you today, as you're listening to the podcast, how confident are you in your relationship with Christ? Notice these verses, 2 Timothy 4 and verse number 6. This is a man, I want you to keep in mind, who is getting ready to die. He knows he's getting ready to die. And he's getting ready to die a horrendous death. He's not just, uh, you know, withering away in a hospital. He's not just lying on on his deathbed, you know, anticipating this is the process of life. This is not what's happening here. This is a man whose life is getting ready to end, and it is going to end abruptly. It is going to end in horror. He is going to be martyred. His life is going to be taken from him with the chop of an axe. His head is going to roll. And listen to the confidence. For I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Did you hear that confidence in his voice? And there's three ways that Paul tells us he has assurance and confidence. Paul said, when I look down, I'm ready. When I look down, I have assurance. And he's talking about the grave in verse number six. I am ready to be offered. The time of my departure is at hand. Paul knew that death was certain. He knew that death was near. Like David knew death was near. He said in 1 Samuel 20, there's but a step between me and death. James knew that death was near. He said, life is but a vapor. And Paul knew that death was near and death was certain. But you know what he said? When I look down, I'm ready. When I look down, I'm ready. He knew that death was real and he knew death was near, but he also knew that death cannot separate you from the love of Christ if you've been saved. Romans eight thirty eight. for I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor, uh, nor uh, angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And Paul, he looked down into the grave and he said, "I'm ready." In first th- in, in the book of Thessalonians, he talked about the dead in Christ rising again. He 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 believed in that 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 death. Uh, was not the enemy. Death was a doorway. He talked about the sting of death uh, being taken away. And so when he looked down into death, he had assurance. And then I'll say this, when Paul looked down, he had assurance. But boy, this is a good testimony. Boy, this is what we should desire. In verse number seven, when he looked back, he had assurance. Because he, in verse number seven, said, I fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. All of that's past tense. I have, I have, I have. In verse four, uh, verse six, he said, I am, I am. Departure is, that's in the present tense. And he said here, I have, I have, I have. Boy, he looked back with confidence. He looked back with assurance and said, you know what? I can look back on my life of service, and I've fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. i finished the course. Boy, I hope that's the way it is when it comes time for me to go, that I can look back. I know there'll be things I'll look back, and I'll say, man, I wish I'd have done that different. I wish I'd have done that different. I wish I'd have done that. But I want to be able to look back and say I was faithful. I was faithful to the Lord. I was faithful to my family. I was a shining light in a dark world. I did right by folks around me. I served the Lord. I made my life count. I want to be able to say I fought a good fight. I want to be say, I kept the faith, I held true to the Word of God. I want to say, I finished the work that God wanted me to do. And Paul had assurance when he looked down. He said, I'm ready. And he had assurance when he looked back. He said, I have fought. I have kept the faith. I have finished. But verse number 8, he not only had assurance when he looked down and when he looked back, but you know what? He had assurance when he looked up. Because in verse number eight, he said, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to be me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. I'm glad today that heaven is not a fairy tale. Heaven today is not mere imagination. John 14, still in the book, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. If it were not so, I would have uh, told you. I go to prepare a place for you. You hear all that? That's confidence. Jesus said, you can know. You don't have to be troubled. You don't have to be worrisome. You don't have to have fear. You can be assured. You can be confident. You can know that there's a place, a land fairer than day, a place where you're going to get to go. Confidence. Assurance. I wonder today, do you have that? I didn't ask you if you were saved. Because there's a difference between a security and assurance. I mean, when we trust Christ, when we get saved, our eternal security in Christ becomes a spiritual reality, whether we understand it or, or, or whether or not we even believe it. A, a person's belief in security in Christ doesn't make it true or false. If we've trusted the person, the work of Christ for personal salvation, security is a fact. But assurance is the confident reality of that security. It's the confident realization of that security. It's the realization of of what we have in Christ, such as eternal life, forgiveness of sin, being the object of God's personal care because we're his children. Security and assurance are different. Security is a fact. If you've been saved, you're secure. But it's another thing to be assured. Because assurance has to do with our comprehension of the facts and the provisions of salvation. Boy, it's a crucial doctrine for you to understand and, and it'll touch your life and change your life if you ever get a hold of, of assurance. Not only does it give assurance of salvation to know that we're secure, but also comes a greater assurance of the provisions of God because if we're His children, He's going to take care of us in all areas of life. Well, preacher, I lack assurance today. I'm filled with doubt. I'm filled with worry. I'm filled with despair. And when it comes to salvation, and by the way, most of the time that's where the problem lies. Because if there's no assurance of salvation, there's no confidence or assurance in any other area of your life. And here's, here's, here's one reason some people have no assurance. is because maybe they can't remember a, a specific time when they received Christ. Some people doubt or wonder if they ever really were saved because they can't remember the exact moment, the exact time, you know, the exact date. And it's an issue. But you know what? Uh, I can't remember the day I was born. They told me about it. They, they put a, a date on my birth certificate, but I don't remember it. But I do know what? I have life. I breathe. And you may not be able to remember the day or the hour. I think you'll remember the place. I think you'll remember uh, about it. I think you'll remember if it was at home or if it was at church. I think you'll remember something about it, but you don't have to remember the date nor the time. And sometimes people lack assurance because they can't remember specifics. And then there's another reason people often lack assurance because they maybe question the procedure that they went through when they accepted Christ. A lot of preachers, evangelists emphasize, you know, some different form of profession of faith or confession of faith and a lot of times if your your procedure doesn't match what the preacher says ought to be the procedure then you can cause yourself to have some confidence issues and assurance issues Uh, then there's some people that lack assurance and this is a big one because they they're they're dealing with certain sins in their life that they can't get victory over and i'll tell you this uh, a true believer that living, living in sin, he will not have assurance. If you've got assurance of salvation and you're constantly uh, living a habitual life of sin, there's a real problem because God doesn't give assurance to those who are in sin. And then there's some folks that maybe lack assurance because they don't understand the doctrinal you know, doctrinal truths and maybe the you know, lack of faith in the finished work of Christ. You know that that they don't understand that salvation is based completely and entirely upon the Lord Jesus Christ and putting your faith in Him. You can't work. You can't work to be saved. You work because you are saved. Victory's already been won at Calvary, and when you come to that place where you put your faith and trust in only one thing, and that is what Jesus did at Calvary, that's where the assurance comes from. And I challenge you today to have full assurance of your salvation, full assurance. Because if you have assurance of salvation, it'll help you in the areas of every, every day of life where you need assurance and confidence. Paul said, I'm ready. I can look down and I'm ready. I can look back and I know I've fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. i finished the course. He said, I can look up and know that there's a crown of righteousness that's waiting, not just to me, but to everyone that loves His appearing. And so I want to challenge you today. If you don't have full assurance and confidence, get it. Your word, the Word of God is your, advo- is your ally. Jesus is your advocate. And uh, man, get some assurance today. Don't go through life in despair and worry. God doesn't treat His children like that. He's a loving God. He wants us to have confidence like the Apostle Paul. Hey, go out today and be salt and light in this earth. Go out today and be salt and light. Go out and purify and illuminate this world. That's what we're called to do. And if you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. I'm going out tomorrow. I'm going to be salt. I'm going to be light. I'm going to be a testimony. I'm going to be a witness. I'm going to make a difference in this world. And let's do it for the glory of God. Till the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.